Rion, and welcome to another episode of Mitch Wonders coming to you live from Austin, Texas. I saw this uh, title the other day. I don't know what it, what it was, an article about something. It was called The Art of Procrastination, Mastering the Fine Line Between Laziness and Productivity. Laziness and pro- productivity seem like two ends of the spectrum, but then you toss in the procrastination bit. Now that could be a fine line. For me, I personally get kind of spun up in the idea that I need to make the most of every day, every minute, and it makes me unsettled if I'm not doing that. Uh, But I have no idea where that came from. But I thought, again, if I'm going through this and it's confusing me and I'm wondering, probably you are too. So let's hammer this bad boy out. Fine line between procrastination. Well, it's funny you mention that, DT, because that's that's today's episode. And and good day, everybody from uh, live from Austin, Texas. And DT, we don't say where you're coming in from. Marseilles, Illinois. The uh, which I think is the French word for jerk water. Uh, <laughs> no, sir. They lost the accent when they did the uh, naming of the town, though they. It is not Marseille. It's Marseilles. That's right. And I'm in Gainesville, Florida. Dog, what have they got in Gainesville? Is, it, is there a university in town? There's a university. There's Tom Petty's birthplace. That might be it. Bo Diddley is from there. Bo Diddley is right. Right. Isn't uh, uh, Johnny's Tap there, too, with the famous Cake and Cock special on Fridays? <laughs> I think that's normal. No, no that's, that might be Marseille. That was formerly in Marseilles. What? Johnny's is gone? Yeah, they've been closed for 10 years or something. Are you procrastinating about talking about our topic, Mitch? Is that what's happening here? Uh, Thank you. I was hoping one of you guys would catch on because that's exactly what I was doing. Well done. Well played. Because the topic today is, I saw, you know, this, 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 this line or this, this, uh, sentence anyway, it's called the art of procrastination mastering the fine line between laziness and productivity and i'm not sure if i get all that but i get it and i'm gonna tell you guys right now uh you ever have one of those days when you're like everything's firing all the systems like you're all the synapses are connected everything i am not having that day today so brace yourself but i did i did do a little research on the topic because i found it kind of interesting and dtm would have warned you to hold off a little bit because this comes from lazywomen.com cool your jets but, but 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 they make a good point about the fact that I think some of this stuff is still carrying over because I don't know if re, if you guys recall because this is you know midway through 2023 we had a pandemic recently and uh, they kind vaguely, of vaguely vaguely yeah. I mean it's it's to the point now where it's like I think it's kind of odd where I see people wearing masks but you know it's like you know whatever you, whatever if you're gonna wear it forever that's fine but. But back then, it was like, back then, listen to me, like a half a year ago, it was like, uh, uh, you can't go out, so you might as well just super chill, right? I mean. Yeah. I feel lost because, you know, you sent an outline a few days ago, but I procrastinated on really reading it. So <laughs> um, so I will take the pro-procrastinator stance. <laughs> Is this a debate? You're actually choosing the pro. <laughs> yeah, I hope you don't, don't, don't. I hope you don't expect us to be surprised. By the way, 
But they, what, what they put said, off you know, till tomorrow, what you can put off till two days from now. There you go. But lazywomen.com, and again, it's just that's the name of the website. I don't know why. I think it's two women kind of making sport of themselves. But uh, they said, and so in recent months, particularly through the second half of the pandemic, um, they've had an underlying intention to le- lean more into laziness. That's what I mean. It kind of encouraged it. You know, enjoy relaxing. Enjoy the small joys in life. I get that's that's their way of saying, like during the pandemic, we ain't got much left or else to do. So let's try to relish this. But sometimes that meant like taking the whole day and reading the book. Or they say, because I would never do this just so if my employer's listening, take a full hour walk on my lunch break instead of hitting the keyboard. Or uh, because in the grand scheme of things, I've tried to tell myself, what's the rush? Eh, what's the rush, right? I mean, do you guys think that's lingering over a little bit? To me, personally, nothing to do with pandemic. I think it's human nature. Um, what do you think, Professor? <laughs> well, it, it feels like... From your experience, what do you think? <laughs> well, first of all, yeah. I am a procrastinator. My name is Martin, and I procrastinate. <laughs> Hello, Martin. <laughs> uh, but I always, I think one part of it is, far be it for me to disagree with lazy women, Mitch, but... <laughs> It seems like part of that is... Dot com. (laughs) Dot com. Don't don't get us all in trouble. If you're putting something off that you have to do eventually anyway, that theory falls apart for me because you're just miserable when you're... You know, how can you enjoy a walk when you know by taking this walk, I know I'm making the stupid... I'm going to have to go back to the stupid thing I have to do anyway. So it sort of suggests if you can put things off completely like like Daryl said at the beginning, if you can put it off for two days or three days or avoid it forever that way, maybe you didn't need to do it or maybe it wasn't an issue that was, you know, you had to do versus I have to do X, Y, and Z. I have to get it done as part of my job or whatever else. How can I enjoy screwing around reading a book when I got that hanging over me? And that's when my pattern was always, I got more and more miserable. If I would just make myself do the thing I had to do, you know, I could take my walk later, enjoy it or something. So it didn't seem a real functional way to handle it. So when you graded papers, you didn't put that off a lot of times. Till <laughs> if, if you go, if you rewind the tape a minute, I said I'm a procrastinator. Okay, I'm throwing myself <laughs> on the mercy of the court. Well, in fact, let me mention something to you. I thought about this. That to me, it might sometimes procrastinating might be good. I hate to join Daryl's part, lazy women or Daryl. I hate to join either one of them. Dot com. Dot com. Daryl.com. What does that mean? No. Um, Lazywomen.com. If you're going to keep saying, I don't want to join lazy women, they're going to be like, click. <laughs> um, but there is one good thing about procrastination is it did occur to me at the, at the end of my teaching career, I was miserable. I put off lesson plans. I always put off grading. I was miserable putting it off. And at some point it seemed like I'm working on these old houses and stuff. I never procrastinated if I had to mow yards or, you know, do some painting or something like that. I felt like I would would get up in the morning and say, okay, good. I got to knock this out today. It's not supposed to rain till, you know, four o'clock or whatever. So if I can roll out of bed at noon and get over there and do it and be done by four o'clock or whatever. um, I found, I think that's a good kind of self-check on yourself. If you find yourself constantly procrastinating something that's like your career or your job or whatever else, that might be a good sign that you're not well fit for that, or you might want to look for a different, you know, to me, that just seemed like I enjoy doing the houses. I like parts of teaching, but if I'm getting to the point where I'm procrastinating half my stuff all the time, it's just, ugh, that's a bad sign. Well, these lazy women.com. I mean, so procrastinating or lazy, well, there's a big difference. like 
too lazy to dress properly to go to the store. Like you're going to go in your pajamas or something like that. That kind of shit. Nobody we know would do that, right? Super. That's lazy. Procrastinating is if you just wait to go to the store till you're properly dressed, and then you go to the store. Or really hungry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like a normal person. Um, that's a good. That's a good example, though, because I I can put off grocery shopping until I look in the fridge. It's like it's time. I mean, there's yeah. there, we we got to go. And by the way, I am enjoying an Independence uh, Brewing IPA today in my Yeti cooler because I want that 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 hotter AI to catch that. But uh, but what but what they also said there's a flip side to procrastinating where you know and this is what I I have a hard time I I mean even right now even literally right now I, you could see me running around before this. I get so caught up in worrying about making the most of every hour and every day, every minute that I forget to consider what I'm even making the most of. You know, what what does making the most of it mean? So maybe sometimes uh, there should be, you know, maybe introductory procrastination in your life because enjoy that life. Right. Yeah, I agree. Maybe you should see a shrink. You're fucked up. Let's, let's face it. Well, that's what's, what's what I'm counting on a lot of these uh, of our listeners to help me with, because that's, you know, that was the founding of, you know, sometimes I wonder about stuff and I was like, if I'm wondering about it, other people are probably wondering about it. I've got other people do that too, because even lazywomen.com mentioned it. No, I, I wish I were more type A. I don't know about the other procrastinator on here. I wish I just was a ball of fire all the time. It's kind of weird if I'm at work. I am. I don't know what the deal is. I can get up at, 3.30 in the morning, you know, do crap I got to do before I go to work, go to work, stay busy all day, get done what they expected to be done and more. And then, but it's in my personal life where there's no, no inner uh, drive to push to get something done. Like I needed a new roof for the last two years. My, my roof is 22 years old or something like that. Yeah, not sure can do that. Not well. I sure I am. <laughs> so, but it's something I don't want to do. It's a pain in the butt. Uh, but yes, it's one of those things. It's not leaking. So, did I need a new roof last year? Yes. Age wise, I need a new roof. Do I still need one today? Yes. <laughs> Have I went and ordered shingles? No, I haven't. Will you still need one next month? Yes, you will. Yes, I will. Will you die with a leaky roof at some point? So, <laughs> if there's a problem. Probably. Then Probably. I'll be like mad and then I'll go up and fix it. And maybe it'll cost more because I, you know, whatever, had to take days off work to do it or uh, it's <laughs> leaked in and, you know, I've got to replace some drywall or something in the upstairs bedroom. But anyway, so. I'll you know, help me to chuck the, the, the professor under the, under the bus, if you would. Uh, uh, if you want to set that up. And by the way, don't, you're not doing it in the summer. So. Set this up for the fall, and me and the professor will come up and help you bang it out. There you That's go. Right. That's right. Well, I have helped the professor on his roof before, so I guess technically he does owe me. <laughs> well, I've been all right. Then I'll, I'll back out. Through. Then <laughs> I'll back out. And let you two too. <laughs> I but, remember but, also, Carol. You had mm-hmm. built this beautiful garage. I don't know if you've seen his garage. It's a big three car garage or whatever it is. It's gigantic and a cool uh, attic over it, stuff with staircase and everything. Really? Grab the floor for 27, 28 years, Daryl, however long it took you. What? He did this amazing place and had a gravel floor for years and years. And I'm going, why wouldn't you? <laughs> At least year and year. 
year. Yeah, that. year and year, not years. <laughs> well, this might amaze you guys, but also I me mean, because not you're not going to hear this word too often. But uh, I found a book that uh, kind of speaks to this issue. It was uh, published back in 21, but it's called uh, 4,000 Weeks. And he's guessing kind of like, we've done math before about how many different I have for space that I think come out to, you do the math in head in 75 years. So he's like saying 4,000 weeks in a lifetime. Uh, Oliver Burton. So we're, we're done with the lazy women dot com. Dot com. But, but one of it, one of his points is what if you stop trying to do everything so that you could finally get around to what counts? And that, that's what I was just saying. That's like I'm trying to do everything all the time. And I think for me personally, that came from being a single parent because you can't let everything, anything lax. It's because it's got you, you better get your ass going because nobody else is going to do it. Yes. But, no, said, but I think, but yeah, I think because he's saying now it's like we're obsessed with our, our growing to do lists, our overfilled inboxes, technology ain't helping shit. I made that up. Uh, the struggle against distraction and the sense, DT, the struggle against distraction That's and the terrible. sense that our, and the sense of retention spans are shriveling. Which might seem like you say, DT, like laziness, but it's really not. I I, I get one of the things you were talking about there. The you mentioned several times your, our list, and so I was never a list maker. I try to do that now, but when the list is gets so big, you get paralysis by analysis. Sort of, you look and you're overwhelmed. There are so many things on the list that you don't even know where to start because I need to do 57 things. I need to put a roof on the house. I need to whatever. That damn house. That Trim damn house is uh, rough. There's, you know, whatever. Laundry needs to be done. I need to see my financial planner. I need, you know, there's, there's a, the list is so full every day that you have to watch. You don't fall into that uh, kind of where you get paralyzed. You don't do anything because it's just so intimidating and, so you're probably right. You should probably pick out your top three every day. That's something that you can get done to get off your list. Um, oh, that reminds me. I had one on my list I should have done. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I have a list. Professor, are you a list a, a, a list man? I am. I, I realize there's a little bit of OCD in it because I've actually, and I found out, I talked to my sister about this one time, and she said she did the same thing. I would make a list of things to do, partly just stupid stuff so you can check them off because it gives you some weird little Oh, you know, it sure does. It so sure I, said, does. I actually had already done something and I remembered it. So I put it on my list just so I could check it off, which is <laughs> childish. And Ron is like the same, she does the same thing all the time. So at some point it's, it's one more way to procrastinate. If I can sit here and make a 14 item list, yeah, I guess I'm going to waste 10 minutes. I could actually be doing, I think that, I think Daryl's right. And that guy's list is right. Pick the top three things, something. I also had, I used to teach study skills workshops for people. And one of the things was time management. And um, I remember coming across someone was saying that same kind of thing, pick your two or three things. But he also said, make your goals specific and write them down somewhere. Sometimes even get an external help, you know, share them yeah. with somebody. If yeah. you got a spouse or a relative or something like that, so that you're sort of, you've committed to doing it in some way. But I noticed the specific ones to say, I want to eat healthier or I want to lose some weight or whatever else. It's always better to say, I'm going to try to lose you know, not to toot Daryl's horn, but he's lost a bunch of weight lately. And, you know, he started out and set a goal with the noom and all that kind of stuff. That really does, you're much more likely to get something done if you put a specific thing. I want to be a better X, Y, or Z is not very easy to, you can't even visualize it or define it. So how are you going to achieve it? Like to quantify it. 
it might be a word an English professor might use. <laughs> well, I, I like the, the fact that you're saying yourself a target. I do it all the time, like working out. I'll, I'll give myself, say, a three-month target. I've, I've tried it before for like a year. That's an easy way to lose track. But give me a three-month goal, and I'll, I'll set up like January, February, March so I can hit April. That's one of the other things I saw in that, some of the literature stuff I came across that said divide and conquer, you know, make every big job down into smaller steps you can achieve. Because a lot of times, to Daryl's point, it's not just the number of things you want to do, but if it's a big enough thing, it just feels hopeless. What, you know, how do you start this kind of thing? So if you can break it down and say, this is going to take me four steps to get X done, I'm going to do the first step over the next day or two or three or whatever. I think that helps you get past that intimidation. Yeah, you, you can't track stuff for your own little, you know, our tiny minds, right? If you don't break it down into smaller bites, I think uh, I work <clears throat> at places where, you know, and bear with me, like people use micro, you know, the program projects and you can't just, I want to do this. You figure out how long the 17 steps that are this each, and you try to figure out. Yeah, this I, like, I, I like Microsoft project. Yeah. It's a great program. And, uh, so we may do 1,100 individual projects to make up the big project, and it's pretty overwhelming. Yeah. But if you go out there, well, okay, we're going to – this takes four guys to go out and disassemble this thing, you know. Then all of a sudden, a couple of weeks later, you've got this major project on. And if you can take that over into your personal life, kind of yeah, exactly. the same thing, it's going to be a lot better, I think, for the procrastinator types. Yeah. That's a great analogy, DC. I'm not used to that coming out of you. Good job. <laughs> but but with the, but this, I mean, I saw something on LinkedIn when I was, I'll say it, dicking around. Uh, and but one of the one of the things that they point out to help fight procrastination is to uh, start the day by paying yourself first. That's what they put. I think they just said mm-hmm. it so you can memorize it. But when you get up in the morning, do something important to you. You know, because inevitably, you guys have seen it. The day just takes off, and it's like things start happening. Next thing you know, it's 11 a.m. You're like, son of a bitch. I'm not going to do that thing. I'll have to do that thing after work. So get up in the morning, do that thing, and then like start your day off with a win. I mean, it sounds cheesy, but I think it might work. I won't do it, but it sounds like it might, it might work. Yeah, I was uh, this mor- I was going to get up this morning, go to the gym, and then uh, instead I got up this morning, made some oatmeal, did some dishes, sat down and watched TV. Then went out in the garage for a little bit. Still haven't been to the gym yet as we record. So then I've just got, then I determine when we're done here, do I have time? Do I want to go knock it off on a Saturday evening and try to get that done? Or do I miss the whole thing? And, you know, then it's three days in a row when I haven't gone. So uh, the time management and the just go ahead and go do something you don't like. Once you get there, you like it. Once you get something done. you're glad you did. I find with with working out, I find honestly, this, I don't know where it comes from, but once I start, I get into and I smell the stink of a gym, then I get fired up. It's like I don't know what it is. It's like I, you know, you hear weights clanging, it's stinky, awful music. It's like yeah, let's stick, let's stick around <laughs> here for an hour and a half. <laughs> but but you're right though. It's like you know, it's it, but but Marty, I think you brought it up, and I think you know also it's, you know Tim Ferriss is noted for saying this. And wasn't he like a, isn't he like a massive podcaster, Tim Ferriss? What do you have? Uh, uh, some history. Uh, what was it? It's on my own. But anyway. Um, 
See, like you, like you were saying. Well, I think. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, Dan Ferris. Isn't Dan? Who's got the history one all worst? I got the no idea. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Dan Harley, uh, it's called uh, something like his record tree. But uh, it's been on my phone. I just memorized it. I'm looking at my phone pretending I found it. But uh, he was saying, you know, like I think you brought it up earlier, what are the three things to, to that you need to do today? So if completed, if you do this, what does does it make? What makes everything else easier or not important? So bang that big dog out. Like you're saying DT on the list. I'll have like a list of 10, maybe 14 things, but I'll have the asterisk by three of them. Like these things got to get done. So that's how I prioritize and helps me not to, what are we talking about here? Procrastinate. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I need to get better at that. Uh, it's my uh, many decades into my life. And I don't know that I will because I think that's a character, you know, character flaw, character type I have where I, nobody has ever like I said, my employers, for some reason, I don't mind doing whatever it is. You know, if they, they've got a list of stuff that I'm in charge of getting done for them, that's not a problem. If I have a list of getting stuff done, first of all, I'm not a list maker. Um, I'll come across one like three weeks ago that I made. I'm like, oh, yeah, that stuff's still not done. If I would have only known where, where this list was, maybe I would have gotten a little bit of it done. <laughs> well, it does feel like to me that it is – I also read about the, when I was doing that time management stuff, they always said, reduce the friction um, be, to to get started on whatever it is you're doing. So like, for example, you leave, if you're sitting in a room with a TV and or a computer on and they're in the, and you know, you got your phone, you can play some music or something like that. The more distractions that you set up, the easier it is to get kind of sidetracked. You should try to reduce friction of, uh, one of the things was talking about shorten the amount of time it takes to get from regular life to whatever your focused activity is. So when I was trying to write or trying to make a lesson plan or something, um, they even said sometimes, you know, have a fan on for white noise if you're in a noisy dorm or something like that. So you can't hear people and get your comfortable chair, set the lighting up in the room like you want it to maybe try and do it at the same time of day. If there's some kind of a grapes or some kind of snack or something, you can, the point of it was, to make it as easy as you can to slide into getting started on something. Um, and so that sort of makes sense too, but all of it is discipline and all of it feels like it's a character flaw. I remember hearing anything that feels good right now, but you know, is terrible later and anything that feels bad right now usually pays off later. That's sort of the character flaw thing that, that Daryl brought up. Exotomy? What? I mean, I don't get what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Like sodomy? Don't make it. Don't make. Yeah. Don't, I was gonna say, don't make him repeat it for Christ's sake. <laughs> but think about, you know, if you put a little Terrible. bit, of money, if you if you save a little bit of money every paycheck, you're gonna be fine when you're old. Yeah, but like it's that. always more tempting to to party this weekend or to spend the money or to get a new car or whatever it is you want to do. If you want to lose weight, a chocolate cake is amazing right now. But you're not gonna like. How many idiot drunk friends have you had where it's like? They're getting really sauced the night before they have to get up early and go to work. And oh, that's a problem for tomorrow, Daryl, not for today. You know, this is tonight, Daryl, and I'm having fun versus the poor guy that's going to have to put up with this when he wakes up hungover or whatever. That Daryl, that son of a bitch. But, but I mean, that's what like, you know, little things like 
well, like DT was talking about procrastinating about working out, they say, just get dressed to work out. You know, get your workout clothes on. Yeah. I'll be yeah, honest. I've done a lot of times they're comfortable to nap in. So <laughs> either way you go. Dude, if you if, if you own if you own yoga pants, I don't want to see or hear about it. <laughs> That's well, one look, I think up with Emily Radikowski. The yoga oh, pants. I was oh, hoping that would never Oh yeah. We haven't mentioned I've been procrastinating talking about her because about Emily Radikowski? Yes, Emily Radikowski. <laughs> go on, go on. Yeah, I don't know what she's been up to lately. Uh, you know, 107 pounds. <laughs> I could tell you. Oops. <laughs> but hey, it's uh I think I think we come across some good topics for today, some some good ways to get around procrastinating and sometimes you know just accepting the fact you're procrastinating, sometimes you need a little bit of that in your life. Help you yeah, accept and this, some, uh, of, some of you have been putting off telling your friends to listen to this podcast way too long. <laughs> I don't know what you're waiting for, but uh, quit procrastinating. If it's one thing you put on your list this week, it's to tell others to listen to the Mitch Wonders podcast episode, and let's get yeah. those numbers up there. Don't make this a Daryl's Roof situation where we have to wait. Don't just touch, just touch that subscribe button. Slam that bad boy. Slam your head on it if you have to. Yeah, well, like, don't do that. Don't do subscribe, that. Share. Um, don't please if, if you would. And, the Venmo and if, you can find. You can drop something in the tip jar on the Venmo. Yeah, just just go to at you know Venmo and just look for at Mitch Wonders. It works. We've we've seen a couple in there, believe it or not. And also, if you're whether you're telling your friends to listen to us, if they want to catch up on back episodes, all of them are at MitchWonders.com. So there's really uh it's just a win 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 for everybody. I think. Yeah, you're going to want to look for mostly the ones that I'm in. They're they're the better ones. But anyway, they're all good. Um, if you want, I can highlight the ones that are not, if you'd rather. <laughs> if you put the asterisks by the top three or four that don't have Daryl in I think that's I'll the put the yoga. I'll put the yoga pants emojis by the one he's in. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, guys, it's been fun yeah. chat. I think it's an important topic and uh, all kind of important, but fun topic, so. Uh, thanks, Ken, for, for joining. I was saying that, and I guess I'm saying that only date myself. But uh, thanks for joining in, guys, and it's always a pleasure, and I look forward to the next time. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your week, folks. Thanks. See you, guys.